Yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Boys in the Barrio. Today I'm here with my boy Jamal. Thank you for joining, Jamal. Thank you, sir. I it's been a while it, since you came on this side of the woods. No doubt, no doubt. It's always good to be here, bro. It is. Today we got a special guest who I met through. I think we did it. We did a Donkey Boy and Friends show, right? Yeah. And uh, at Eight Wonder. Yeah, at Eight Wonder. Mm -hmm. It was one of those events. Uh, Donkey Boy invited us to be a part of, and we we're doing our podcasting thing, and everything was going good, and we we're doing interviews, and we interviewed this gentleman who was a cool, dude. Uh, we had, I think we did we chop it up for him with him for a little bit. I think we did, yeah. But the thing is, uh, our audio was all fucked up that day yeah, because, it sucked. It because was loud, it was loud. We anyways. had like literally the, the booth like right next to the speaker, so it's like the DJ was just playing it louder for us to yeah. hear. So, anyways, but we're probably drunk, <laughs> probably at that point, we were just drunk and said, ah, whatever, fuck it. So, but it, anyways, I would like to welcome Duel to the podcast, man. I want to thank you for joining us because I know it had been a while. I went through life, man. So I went through getting married and then uh, I'm expecting a baby. So I know we had been a while, man, and I had told you about it. But you're a very patient, cool dude, and I appreciate you coming through, man. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate y'all having me on here. Appreciate I, that. I think uh, I was looking forward to it, man. And I think uh, a while back, I think it was like three months ago, I hit him up. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, yeah. I got married, and you know how that was for me. No I doubt. was stressing like a motherfucker everywhere. Yeah, he was too, yeah, bro. And, but nah, now I'm happy here, man. I'm happy you, you came and joined us, and I can't wait for people to be able to listen to your story, man. So, um, to get started, man, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where'd you get started? Where you're from? Tell us a little bit about that. So, I'm definitely a Houstonian, born and raised here in Houston. <clears throat> um... It's probably been going on uh, 30 years that I've been living here, and I uh, guess I would say uh, the art thing, if we're talking about the art thing, I kind of got into the art thing a little late, later and later on, like the normal people, I feel like, usually a lot of kids will start tagging, you know, when they're like in their teens and stuff like that, I guess around that time I was kind of into just different stuff, like, it's funny, I was into like electronic music and DJing, so I guess it was... For you were into okay. DJ. Yeah. I went through a DJ yeah. phase too, man. I really wanted it, bro. Yeah, I, I it wanted it, but the equipment was expensive, bro. Dude, it's an expensive hobby for sure. And then like records, buying records. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean yeah, <laughs> digging through the crates, man. Dude, <laughs> every week I remember I'd be like one of the dudes waiting in line up to go to the record store. Where oh, I so you actually get... went through with it? Yeah, and, I did and... it for a while. Like you know, that was basically like I was doing rave parties and doing that. And oh shit! Had a, a really good good friend, rest in peace, Bruno B, who uh, was like my kind of buddy who got me into it and and like for a long time i was like damn this is what i want to do yeah 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 you know, make music and like dj but um then i guess i just you know started i decided to go to school at u of h and at u of h i i, I went in thinking i'm gonna do computer science okay i'm not really sure what made me think that or you know <laughs> maybe some money is though you know? maybe that and then and then <laughs> And then, because it's funny, coming from, like, my dad, both my mom and dad are both professionals, so I've kind of, like, felt, like, a little pressure, kind of, of like, man, you got to go and, like, be a professional, too, you know, or, like, something that, that meets or exceeds their, you know. Expectations. Exactly. No doubt. So I was like, man, computer sound sounds like a legit thing. So I started doing that, and I'm like, man, this is not at all what I want to fucking be doing. Like, one semester, U of H, um, and it just goes, it's bad, it's horrible. Try it again for the next semester, and even worse so i get basically put on like a little suspension and i'm like all right well maybe that's not what i want to be doing right now and yeah yeah just kind of continue on with life and then i just what happens all right so i i end up going to amsterdam really know, amsterdam on a trip just oh, luckily okay. with, a, with a good friend of mine and we're like yo you want to go to amsterdam it's like yeah it was because i was djing at the time we were going to check out some raid parties okay okay this cool. is how they connect and um we go to amsterdam and i'm in amsterdam and um I'm, we're on these trains where they're taking us around town and everywhere you look there's graffiti like everywhere like imagine I come I'm coming from Houston where I didn't really notice it or and this is around what time frame this is a 2001 okay okay so early 2000 okay basically. so I start seeing um I start seeing that everywhere and then I just can't like can't not see it like every train you're on everywhere you go like anything you look at has graffiti on it statues buildings the streets every single thing's written on painted on so my eye just starts looking at that i go through with the whole rest of the trip come back to houston and then the very first thing i notice when i'm driving back from intercontinental i start seeing this name next 
N-E-X-T, N-E-X-T. I start seeing these four letters all around town. I'm just like, man, this is like one dude, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. just like going out and like putting his name up like huge and like these crazy spots, you know? And I'm like, I'm one dude, you know? Like, I, I kind of like, you know, I like, I like drawing, I like letters. It's like, man, why don't I try this out, you know? And, and I just got bit like by the bug basically like i got into it and at this time you were already drawing and stuff or on like a side thing just you could say like drawing kind of i was still um, i'd been doing a lot of designing like kind of graphic design so that's kind of what made me want to go down that computer oh okay so everything really does connect yeah in a way it kind of all tied in together my my buddy bruno that i talk about owned a design firm early in the late night like early 2000s that were doing like a bunch of like design like flyers and stuff for like the rave scene and like Houston, Austin, yeah, like a lot of like a lot of that. So that was kind of around that, and that's kind of what I guess meshed them, you know, in a way, you know. But um, going to school is what definitely like tweaked it a little bit more. Yeah, oh, let me ask you a question though, man. While you were uh, while you were in Amsterdam, was there? I know you say you saw a lot of graffiti. Was there a particular piece or a particular you know piece, whether it was over there or over here, besides next? But was there like a certain art you saw and you said? that was really the big inspiration or something you kind of was like, yo, this, maybe this is something I want to explore. I mean, it was, it was definitely next. Like there, um, there's this building, which is still there now. It's getting renovated. It's on 59 across from Minute Maid Park into George R. Brown. So it'd be on the east side of, you know, 59 when you're going north. Okay. <clears throat> and next, and um, his brother, Busy, had the very top, this water tower. They both had like their names right underneath this water tower on the staircase. Each guy had their name. It was huge. I remember seeing that and I was like, that's incredible. Like, I guess what the only, the thing that I compared it to at the time was like, you're driving around everywhere and you see Coca-Cola, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You see like a Coca-Cola ad, you see a Coca-Cola sticker, you see a poster, you see a whole giant fucking billboard of this giant logo Coca-Cola. I was like, man, that's a corporation, though. That's like, millions of people that like work to actually make that thing you know and i'm looking at this guy next i'm like that's just one dude and like his name's out there just as much like people know you know people know what this what this name is and like see it and like kind of wake up look forward to like what's his new what's his new spot gonna be what's he gonna what what did he do last night you know so i feel like that kind of just definitely like attracted me to it and and i've always kind of been like a jump into something and just kind of like go full for you know full force at it so i guess kind of when i got into it, i just kind of started picking it up fast and then i feel like i got lucky and like kind of met some people you know that kind of like were other writers and just people that introduced me to other people and then before i knew it like i was getting down with like next and and like the idols like people that i was look, that i'd looked up to you know when i got into it fuck that's crazy so, that's dope what was that like man when you found met next Man, that was a uh, that was pretty crazy because I definitely like schoolboyed out. Man, I was all like nervous, you know, because you know you're just looking at this, this, this. You see this name everywhere, and you're just like, man, it kind of it's it's so weird because you don't ever really see the person. Yeah, so you know, all you getting... see is this name, right? Yeah. So you kind of create. You create an image like in your, what you in think your... he may yeah, look like, you know? or what he vibes, or like what right? you hear from people. I heard he's big as fuck, you know. I heard he's I heard he's this. I heard he's that. Like yeah. I heard, you know. So it's just cool when you finally come across somebody and and. And he was pretty much kind of what I expected him to be like. Mm-hmm. Like he was serious about it. That's that's pretty much all that was on his mind. And 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 he was a big dude. So then it made sense why the pieces were so big. You know, I was okay. like, well, that makes a lot of sense. He's definitely got a good foot on my ass. Never was he rocked up or he, he or? was even like a pretty swole. He was a fit dude. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely a fit dude. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so uh, going back to when you were saying you, you know next was your inspiration and stuff like that, when you started, so you started hitting up places or or random yeah. spots wherever. Yeah, or I just imagine I'd be driving around and you know, I'd, a lot of times it kind of started like being kind of ignorant and not knowing. You would see like you would see graffiti on something, so then you would kind of have this assumption like oh I'll just go like graffiti that right beside that you know, and later down the line you kind of learn like that's kind of like a no-no in like the scene you know yeah, yeah like a spot jockey basically. yeah basically okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. call it a term so so when i first started i i, I kind of like a couple times did that but then i quickly learned like it, it it seems to like be more powerful if you like kind of find your own spot you know what i'm saying or like you hit like a virgin spot that no one's hit before you know rather than like going and putting your name on like a spot that like oh yeah man you know 
four or five people have hit that spot already or something, you know? And it's so, crazy how, uh, so is that the, that's the terminology in that world, a virgin spot, basically? I guess you could say, it. yeah, you know, a virgin spot. And then spot I've heard, like I don't that. know if it's uh, accurate, a heaven spot, which would be a... a all, all the signs, yeah. Yeah, the back, yeah totally. Those would definitely be called <laughs> yeah. okay. And, yeah. and like, next was one of the first time, I'd never ever seen anyone paint one until I saw his name. So imagine, you know, this guy was like, basically like, just pushing it like on, on, on yeah yeah dude it was like i could just i get what you mean because like you said you don't meet somebody and then you start visualizing this person and it's like when you meet them it's like fuck dude yeah. but i think this was your main guy right like you were like fuck this is yeah. the guy i'm following and then when you got to meet him shit yeah did you uh stutter when you spoke what's up man well the funny part is like I don't remember like um, exactly like much talk going on. It was just kind of like acknowledgement of like seeing the work around town. Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. And that to me was already like cool shit. You see my shit, you know, kind of like later down the line. Once I was asked to like join the crew, and like basically like it was like yo put up you know put up DTS that was a crew you know death threats. I was like fuck. It's like. I don't know, just kind of like a crazy goal that I kind of, in a weird way, had, or you know, that, that I kind of always just looked looked up to. Whenever I, once I got into it, I was like, man, these are the guys that are like the top top dudes, you know, at the time, like painting right now. Like, what would it be like to like paint with them and stuff, you know? And then when that finally happened, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. Dang, that's pretty dope, man. So, you know, it was a little more than just well. So besides acknowledgement, did you was there any kind of like mentoring in that sense how he brought you into the crew totally. I mean, what are what are the things that you and next get to break bread on i would say that um he he moved out of town so when he'd come back in town we'd get to like hook up and i basically got to see him a couple times in i'm saying that all this in the past too because he passed away so rest in peace mm. next, you know, he passed rest away. in peace r.i.p four or five years ago yeah so um but he was definitely like probably without even knowing he was a mentor to like so many you know, so many like graph writers, even like not even like Houston graph writers, like all over the world. It was crazy to see like the response of like people all over the world when he when you know the word came out that he had passed away. There was people like paying homage to him in like Thailand, like in Europe, like here all over the United States. You know, he was up in New York, so there was so much respect for him up there, and so it was just really cool. But yeah, when he the last couple times that he came in town, you know. It was always cool because he basically came here and without him even knowing he was teaching us like stuff or we were like picking up stuff because he came and it was like oh shit this is what fools are doing now or this is what's going on in new york you know and us being kind of down here in the south you kind of feel i always kind of feel like it, stuff slowly kind of trickles down you know yeah it's very slow like yeah. Houston is very late you know? on a lot of things. yeah on a lot of things so i kind of like when it came to graffiti it was like damn that's what that's what's going on now like people are painting spots like this all right, well, then this is how we're going to start doing it, you know, so. Did you ever have a challenge with that? Like, you coming in late to it, did you struggle to, to get the hang of it, or you were just quick? Because, I mean, you do say you're quick to learn, and yeah. you go at it. So. No, I would say that I definitely, like, um, I've, like, I've kind of always been in the dab, you know, doodling and drawing, like, since I was younger. Um, my dad used to be into it a lot, and I kind of would copy him sometimes, but I don't know. It's just, like, once I got into, like, the lettering, I kind of, like, just kind of, like, quickly learn how to look at it and look at like each letter almost like you know being like a block and then like i have to carve that block out to make that letter and then i have to have this much space in between each block and or overlapping by this much amount you know so like all that kind of just came really quickly to me and like weird that it was like a kind of looking at stuff like a grid you know in a way you know really 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 easy so um yeah i don't know i just i i, I ain't gonna lie i can kind of remember looking toy as fuck when i first started because there's like there's a process to to, yeah. to painting and to like getting that effect you know and imagine like going at it and like not knowing yeah. imagine also in the times of like it wasn't like you i mean it's not like you hopefully no one does go to go get on google and like how do you do graffiti you know <laughs> but even back then how do you hit up a spot back right. then there even wasn't like much social there was no social media going on there was no there was like one website called 12 ounce profit and it was like a uh, basically like a, a world website where it was like forums and people would go on there and upload photos or what they have done yeah so okay. that would be your way of like seeing you know because other than that it was straight magazines and like you know you get that magazine like once that was once already, a month like, right? yeah and it was already like late you know stuff was already like moved on past that so yeah. 
So that was definitely a huge difference. Like the time was definitely like huge, you know. Well, to be fair, man, when we always start something, you always look back at like, man, that's some bunk ass shit I did. Like, what was I thinking or what was I doing? Is there anything in particular you did <laughs> when you first started? You look back on you. And is it still up somewhere in the city? Oh, hell no, no. Because, yeah, this would have been like early two, 2001, you know, mm-hmm. when I first started. What, what, what was horrible? First, the name was horrible. Like, I, I was writing Plug. Which was always like people were like, oh yeah, like butt plug, and I was just like, I'm not, not sure why that would be the right. first thing to think of. Right? You're like, well, that's over. Yeah. So, so, you, so your name started as plug. As plug. Okay. L U G, and that came from basically like the term of like you know you're watching a movie or a TV show or something, and like you know you're drinking something, and then you see that logo, so it's like, oh shit, that's like a plug for Coca Cola, or that's a plug. Okay. For Pepsi, oh, right? Okay. Right, okay, right, right. So okay. to me, it was like, well, my name's like a plug, like in a way that I'm gonna put my name out here and there, and you know. So the 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 concept was definitely stronger than the uh, <laughs> than the word. And the execution. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're like exactly. All right, so what? What uh, so, did you go through other names before you got to do over? I actually got got into some trouble under the name Plug. Okay. And um, decided that I needed to change change the name, and and in that way it was also kind of like I, I've kind of grown, you know, from like doing this that I I, I just I want to do different stuff with the letters now and have different letters to play with. Okay. So then I I came up with the name Verb, V E R B, which is basically just like an action word, right? right. You know? to like do something yeah know? and um it's funny because like there's an actual campaign now that came out i forget when it came out after like, i had my name verb and it was this whole campaign here in houston of like verb out there and like make something you know like and i was just kind of like what the fuck you know like what the hell is this shit you know but um yeah then i started writing verb and uh added on the s and that was probably like where i did most of my like painting like illegal graffiti like mm-hmm. in the city and um i did that for a good probably five years six years almost till about 2009 2008 okay so, and, and at this point are you doing just that graffiti or are you already learning how to do different type of art or at, at that point i was pretty much just strictly doing graffiti okay like cool. there was a lot of um there was no sort of like there wasn't any, like art shows that I was going like going to or like being part of. It was just basically like just obsessed with putting my name on whatever. Surface <laughs> I yeah. You know? Did you tag trains? Oh yeah. Man, that's the one that always gets me because obviously I know you're not tagging when that shit's moving. But do you? What's the process in that? Because I always trip out. Like, how do people get on the trains? And it's at nighttime or daytime? It just depends. Yeah, different people do it at different times. You just get luck. You can just get lucky if you find a spot that you know you consider. I guess safe you know to go do it you know but it's definitely uh it's definitely fucking illegal you know like, you're, not, <laughs> you're not even really like fucking with like hpd anymore at that point yeah because you're like crossing like a federal boundary you know Jeez, damn. so yeah. you've had your run-ins with hpd yeah, basically. totally yeah yeah but how many how I've many had, times are you able to hit uh, it with that speed i've had a couple times where i've definitely gotten away more times than i've not <laughs> damn, gotten away damn. you know so that's that's definitely been a plus, but no, they've they've uh they've they've been kind enough to let me spend the night at their place twice. Oh, okay, you know, you know accommodate you a little bit. Yeah, at, two, two different <laughs> at occasions. The, at their finest hotel for a little yeah. bit. But um, I definitely learned that I didn't. I mean, it's kind of part. I kind of see it as like it's part of the it's part of the game. You know, if you're gonna be out there, it comes a point where like, man, how many times can you actually get away with doing that thing before you know that one chance happens that you get caught? Yeah. So let me ask you, how do you feel that something so dope, being graffiti, is illegal? Because it is a way of art, right? It right. is. It is. So how do you feel that it what it it's illegal and it's not at least on the public? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It, right? Well, I mean, the the thing to me I've always thought is like, man, would it be as cool if it wasn't illegal? You know. Like, would you yeah, actually want to, like, would you want to go out and do it if, like, touché. they were like, yo, here you go. Here's this wall. Like, well, now my mentality is kind of different when it comes to that, you okay. know, like, but back in the day, I would definitely think it was more on, like, a, without using, like, the weird words of, like, kind of, like, crush, kill, destroy mentality, you know, of just, like, you just wanted to go out there and do it, go out there and do it. Like, it was almost like a, there was, like, a thrill 
you know. Yeah, an adrenaline rush. Yeah, okay. to the yeah, fact was... that like, A, I'm not supposed to be <laughs> here where I'm at right now, and B, I'm not supposed to be doing what I'm doing right now, you know. So there was definitely like a thrill to that and like a like a weird addiction to, you know, to it, you know. I definitely consider it like graffiti, like a drug, you know. You know, a lot of people that get into it and like you just, that's, that's all you think about, you know. It's easy to like, it's all you want to do, you know. Do you usually uh, sketch out a lot of your work uh, yeah. prior to going up there, or do you freehand? Totally. No, there would be a lot of, like, especially, like, starting off at the beginning, like, we would have a lot of, like, you could call it, like, sessions of just, like, hanging out with your buddies and other kids or riders. So we'd be hanging out, you know, shooting the shit, drinking beer, something on the tube. Everyone would have a sketchbook in front of them. And you're just constantly, like, drawing, constantly doing your name over and over, different fonts, different styles tilting and bending it you know whatever however you could tweak it you know but um yeah you just it's it's crazy when i go back through all my old like black books and sketchbooks and i'm just like damn we just spent like years and years and years just drawing the same thing over and over and writing the same thing over and over again in each other's books and yeah yeah, back and forth you know so you that's that's definitely where the practice i feel like comes in so you do that so much that then you just become comfortable at least i did to where i could go out and like I already know, like, basically go through my sketchbook in my brain and be like, all right, which, what style am I going to do? And then just be able to, like, apply it to whatever, you know, size I have to work with, you know? Okay. What would you call your style anyways? Or at least at the time when at you were... time, I don't even know if they would have a style. I feel like Houston had a style. Okay. So I feel like, I feel like there was, like, a... Like a kind of chunky, like the letter, like the letters were chunky. It, it had been influenced. So you had like you had some artists that came from L.A., Yano and Slur, and they kind of they brought like a, a very unique influence from like the L.A. graph scene. And then like then you had like Next and Busy that were going up to New York and coming back and forth. So that switching kinda, it up a you bit. Know, so that definitely influenced us. But I would definitely say that at that time I was like I was since I was in Death Threats, like it was heavily that was a huge stylized crew I feel like we're like it just had like a very bold kind of thick chunky like you know if you want to just kind of impact letters that just have like a very like wow like you know to them you know like in your face in your face yeah I wasn't trying to like I wanted you to be able to read my name I didn't want it to look like what the fuck was that? You know, that shit's cool sometimes when you see that crazy piece but sometimes when you're into it right like for example I hate when I I get stopped at a train and I'm trying to read it, but it's not understandable. You yeah. get what I mean? It's hard because, yeah. I mean, by all means, I mean, it's dope, it's right? Dope. It, but, yeah, but I like, cannot, it's clean, I, but I, was like, but I, I don't, don't understand. Do, but it's clean, though. By the time the train passes, I've only figured out the first letter, yeah. like, or, or the first two letters, you know? Yeah, okay. so I get you. So imagine that was definitely, like, to me, where I was like, I want my name to be able to be easily legible, but be stylized or be filled, you know, or filled in or just, or cleanliness. That was also, like, a main thing to me. Like, I wanted it to look like it was photoshopped on that building. Okay. So, did you do uh, mainly just your name or do you do, like, pictures? I mean, what, what's the kind of... At the time, it was mostly use? the name. Okay. Yeah, mostly just the name. We're going to get to the transition of... of I'm, I mean, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm it's interesting, really but I'm going to bring up yeah. something that I got to give credit to my cousin Kevin. He would have been here, but he had something to do. Um... I saw that you came out on a, a documentary, man. Uh, stick them up. Mm-hmm. How was that, man? And how did you end up coming out on this? You should watch it. Kevin okay, has it. He'll let you borrow it. Okay. He so, let me borrow it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, I had him up. So, two, well, let me see, 2000, I guess, eight, nine, when I'm saying I, I say that as like when I wrote graffiti till until. I wouldn't really say I got tired of it or bored. I just kind of like wanted, I wanted something different. Felt like, oh man, I painted the city a good amount. Like I'm gone to jail twice for it. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I want to okay. just do something different. So I, I meet this, I meet a good buddy of mine who became a good buddy of mine. This guy by the name of Bomit, who's in LA now, and um, he basically introduced me to like the the whole, if you want to call it like the whole a whole different side of like graffiti, where like people were using posters and stickers and more like street art if you want to call it that even though i'm not a huge fan of that term we can talk about that a little bit too true okay but um basically it was just like other other artists that were going out at night and illegally putting up these posters and then you would start to see them around town they would have monikers they would have names you know so i so i so since i got introduced to that whole aspect i also got introduced to screen printing and 
and I liked and I learned that skill and I got really good at it of printing posters and being able to do that so I decided that I was going to create another moniker now you know and like that verbs was like pretty much done like so so I started the dual thing where you know where I'm at now but this was in like oh end of 0809 and I got just jumped into it full force I got into it and I, I got obsessed with printing posters like we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of posters like every night in my house and then going out at night and then putting up these posters on the streets and at that time like there was probably just a handful of us doing it give up which you probably still see around eyesore still see him around a lot um trying to think shreddy it was cool there was a couple other guys at the time also doing you know these same kind of similar art form just with their own style of art whether it be whatever it be you know so um after doing that for about a year or so um i ended up having a show at aerosol warfare gallery which is through gonzo you know so he um i meet this guy named alex luster and we became we hit it off we became good friends and he made a little short for me that basically was going to be like a little ad for my solo show yeah and um alex luster got really into like wheat pasting which is basically what they call it going out and putting out these posters he got really into like seeing it and following it and he like really 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 got into it so much that he decided he came to us and was like hey guys i'm thinking about shooting this documentary where basically i follow you guys around and we talk in in, the, in your shops in your studios we actually go out while you're doing it i'm gonna get perspectives from different people the mayor different street artists are even bigger and then Stick them up with born basically. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, it's pretty dope though. You should watch it. Yeah, kind of a collab vibe and everything. That's pretty tight. Yeah. Really, really cool documentary, man. Like if if you get a chance, it's out there. I know, and like you know, I I my cousin has the DVD, so that's all I'm telling you. You can borrow it, but I'm over here giving his product away. Yeah, but thanks. Anyway. I appreciate it, Kevin, for that, <laughs> man. I appreciate that. But yeah, uh, I always give credit to my cousin when it has to because he's the one that puts me into a lot of knowledge and stuff. So no gotta thank the man. So, when does that transition happen of you going from graffiti to what you're, where you're at now? The let's just say the, the reborn. Right. Reborn, the, the refined. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would say that that had to happen in the last probably good like four, four or five years. You know, um, well, I, I decided and. I was allowed to go back to U of H after like that whole suspension thing. Oh that shit! Time, you know, so I got to get, got back in. I decided, well, I like art now. I'm kind of in the painting art, so why don't I go to school for art? So I realized, you know, I'm gonna get a bachelor's degree under fine art and the concentration of painting. And um, while I was in school, it was interesting because a I was older than a lot of the kids at the time when they were you know freshmen and. I would also say that, like, I guess I'd, I'd already been into the graffiti and kind of, like, been around, like, street art and all those type of things, like, the whole thing. And I feel like that knowledge was, like, really, really key because I was around these kids that, like, some of them had no knowledge of, like, who Obey was or who yeah, Banksy yeah, yeah. or Space, you know, any of these artists were. And um, at the, I feel like that at that time, that's when they were really starting to shake up the whole, like, art scene, if you think about it, you know? There was that whole transition of, like, yeah, it's illegal, it's graffiti, but all of a sudden you're seeing these like fine art galleries and they're like hosting like these shows and they're, yeah. and they're selling these these pieces now by these artists, you know? So U of H was definitely like a, a transition point. My professors and all the kind of older students that I met, you know, once they like found out and I entrusted in some of them, especially my professors that, you know, I was like, look, this is what I do. And they were like, oh, you're like your dual, like, you know, like this is, I remember one of the main things that I remember was like, you got to take all the knowledge and everything that you've learned already, basically like the street knowledge and all from that you've picked up and take that and combine it with all this other knowledge that you're going to gain from here. And you're going to have something that a lot of, norm, you know, average kids don't have, don't have. you know, and, um, and that's basically what kind of just made me like push that and even, you know, go forward with it even more. Uh, you were mentioned before I forget I wanted you to bring it up you, you said you wanted to talk about it street art you said you wanted to you don't like that term why I mean I guess it's just funny too because like coming from coming from being like a graffiti artist at first where it was just like I remember when people hated it you know like 
people wanted to people wanted me on you know, to hang me people wanted me on a noose <laughs> you know like people yeah. you know people wanted to fight me they just me thought and, you were just dirtying up their streets yeah well like and, and the fact that like if, yeah whatever, if you, right? if, exactly if you think about it like that like you paint something someone someone has to clean it someone has to get paid to clean that so right there, you know, someone's gonna be upset that they had to like go out of their pocket or go out of there to like take care of something. So, be fair, y'all kind of, y'all kind of creating jobs. Cause Houston has the like exactly. At the same time, <laughs> I was gonna say the economy, my dude. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are able to bring home bread and stuff I know. because hey, honey, you got my dude Verbs dropping <laughs> right now, tagging shit. <laughs> it's funny because I used to always joke about that and be like, but I'm making some, I'm creating jobs right now at the same time, and now we actually have a whole cleaning if you yeah. think about it we got the east end <laughs> the east end cleaning team you know they miss you sometimes like yo dude man look i need you to go back like go back to plug for a little bit you know what i'm saying just get out there you know what I mean? oh man that's funny <laughs> but no so the term i guess the, the reason that it's kind of like shunned on by a lot of it's just because street art kind of street art kind of gave the subject or topic to like non if you want to say it like non lettering spray paint type of art like it brought in like posters and it brought in stencils which some diehard graffiti artists will look at as like you're cheating okay Makes like, sense. you're not actually going out on the street and creating it right there on the spot right like you got that stencil that you sat at home you cut the stencil out and you got your colors prepared and then you went and you put your stencil but i mean it's here or there to me i mean it's tools is the way i see it okay right? you, know, you just got to be smart about how you use what you use and how you go about it but you say the purists would probably get upset about using stencils right because they're saying hey it's about the free you know free form and you're over here already cutting something out you're taking half the work away right so in, it's just in their gonna, mind. yeah and there that's that's and that's going to be like people's personal opinions is the way i see it you know like some people are stencil artists and they create beautiful amazing pieces of work using stencils you know and props to them then you got your artists that are able to like freehand and paint you know photorealistic faces and props to them you know like yeah, everyone yeah. everyone kind of has their you know you, you get in where you fit in, too, yeah, is the down. way I see it, you know? Like, not everybody's got the skills, like, you know, me being one of them to paint, like, photorealistic, so I just try to do what, what I've learned and what I can to create and express what, I, what it is that I want to do, you know? You use a lot of color, that's very, which I find dope because I'm a very colorful person. No, I like color. I, like, I remember back in high school, I had, like, so many shoes that were colorful. Everybody's like, why the hell do you have so many colorful shoes? Like, dude, like, why not? You know what I'm saying? It stands out. It looks dope. I say it pops. Yeah, it catches the eye. Like, dude, I had these Adidas. I haven't been able to find them ever again. Um, I, I put them in mud one time, and I tried washing them. And it was a disaster, bro. Disaster. One yeah. of my favorite shoes ever. Anyway, to the point. Yeah, you used a lot of color. What inspires you to use the color? I always I always say that I think like graffiti was definitely a huge inspiration because like when you have the aerosol like especially like the more like that I was into it like the more like that paint companies develop like larger lines of spray paint giving you more options of color so I feel like that definitely like influenced me to just be like very open to like my palette like there you know I wasn't gonna like really be stuck to one type of a few colors a few colors you know and then another thing i also feel like kind of is 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 a huge reason that i that that i'm like all over on the palette now is that when i was printing doing the wheat pasting for a while it was only black ink on white paper for years you know and then slowly then i was like oh start introducing like another color and then you'd have a couple colors but it was still very minimal so i think that that definitely made my mind be like Man, I want to be able to use like the whole spectrum, you know, from one end all the way to the complete opposite end, you know, and like mash up and put colors beside each other that people would be like, well, I would never, never normally think of doing that, or you know, if, you know, so, so that's definitely a huge reason that I think why, I, you know, use a lot of colors. Plus, I find it really hard just to like express myself with like a certain, a few, 
few couple colors you know it's like seems weird i'm always like no nah, but i gotta have pink in there too yeah, but yeah. There, then there's gotta be yellow and then like you know that's pretty cool man the you actually just did a piece not too long ago right here in second ward you did one for um hunter pence he has a whole thing going on there and um what's it called the coral sword coral sword yes the coral sword yeah you, okay you did your thing outside man that was pretty dope yeah. how did that come about they just found you and so that that was a very uh interesting connection i basically met one of hunter pence's business partners um, David Buer, who does a Greenway coffee here in town, and he's killing it on the coffee scene right now with all the shops around. And um, he'd been a huge fan of my work for a while. And um, I met him because at, at the time I was painting Rice Box. I don't know if you guys have seen those. Yes, I have. Yeah. Up, up in the Heights. So yes. I was painting Rice Box, and the owner of Rice Box, John Peterson, his best friend is David Buer, or one of his good buddies, David Buer. So I meet him. And he's like, hey, man, I just I don't want to, like, talk too much to you right now and bother you. But I just want you to know that um, I'm going to be opening up a coffee shop and I'm really, really, really planning everything around a mural with yours in the shop. So I was like, man, that's awesome. I'm already excited and stoked on it, you know. So probably about a year or so passes down the line and um, I come across David again. You know, he's like, hey, I'm serious about that. We're, we're, it's going down now. And um my buddy, one of my business partners is Hunter Pence. And I'm like, fuck, Hunter Pence, man. I, why does that name sound familiar, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, he's an actual, well, fuck, he plays for the Giants. They just won the fucking World Series, you know? Like, you know, I was yeah, like, yeah. dude, this is a big time dude, you know? And um, do, do my research a little more, and they're like, so they're like crazy gamers, you know? They're like into like playing video games and board games and this type of stuff. And, Ooh, um, shout out to that. I'm a geek, so I'm all into oh, that kind so of shit, you, man. Then you should, be the perfect place. You for should it, definitely be to go check out Coral Sword then. Okay, I I might have to take the wife with me, man, because we're we're big time into games, and she really got me into board games lately. Like the so Actually, they play like the kind of like the tabletop every, type stuff. Yeah, they, everything. They go okay. they go depth hard into like those uh, Magic the Gathering, but then there's also Battleship. You know? Yeah, it's, it's like, pretty cool, bro. I, I went one once. I went Coral once. Sword, huh? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll be checking that out. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, so that's how I basically connected with Hunter Pence, and he was man, that dude was an amazing dude to meet, man. A, a total character, like so much energy, man. It's crazy. I was like, man, you're just like this bouncing off the walls type. Dude. All <laughs> he's always time. fired up about everything. Every second, all the time, you know. Yeah. Even when I had heard that he hurt his back lifting weights, you know, he still showed up all crunk, you know. <laughs> Not to call you out, Hunter, but, <laughs> but yeah. Gave the wheelchair. Was, nah, he do, was man? like, there was no pain shown, no no hurting, you know. And um, and he was hella supportive because like the cool part about that project was, they were like, look, we've got the shop built up. We want you to do the whole facade of the building, and then the one mural on the back of the co- of the behind the coffee bar inside. And there's gonna be nothing else in there, no other color. So I was like, wow, this is like a huge opportunity, you know? I was like, all right, cool. I mean, is there anything you guys? Is there anything down any lines you guys want me to do? And he just like gave me this like zipper over his mouth, like symbol, you know, sign. And he's yeah. like, I just want you to do you. And like that, those are the greatest words that I think any artist can hear, you know, when you come across a project like that. So they were just completely like 100% supportive of it, like so stoked on it, so happy. Like it's been cool. It's like, it's a, and it's been a great, great new relationships that I've created with all these people, you know. So that's dope, amazing, bro. Man. Congratulations Thanks. on that, man. Absolutely. That was pretty dope. I've seen it, like I would pass by there because I passed through that street a lot. So I was like, Oh look, he's almost done. Then, boom, it was done. I was like, shit. Yeah, that's badass, I'm man. I'm old, so I'm actually putting it in my phone right now. A coral source, I can go and check it out. So your work is on is inside or outside? Both. Both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can't miss it, man. From the street, you can't miss it. You can't there. miss it. It's on telephone, yeah. And you can't miss it. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, so you went back to school and then you you, you graduated. Mm-hmm. So I graduated in what, 2012. Would you say now you've had to understand more? the business side of it totally i still see myself as you know kind of weak at it you know at points but <clears throat> i feel like i like i don't know I'm, i like i like to like create something as i'm like paint something make something you know like when it comes to like the the back end of like the business part or like that kind of makes it 
not as attractive to me. Well, I think most artists, right? Like, that's what yeah. they love to do. I mean, I'm yeah. an artist for a reason, yeah. <laughs> like, right? Like, exactly. uh, I want to do my job and just paint or whatever it is an artist does, right? Yeah. Not worry about the business part, which is... Exactly. And then there's politics in it, I believe, too, so... Right. Uh, which, which is part of everything, right? Any any kind of business, anything involving money, I mean, it's yeah. always going to be some sort of game to play at the end. Exactly. I understand. How do you feel now where Houston is at with the art scene? It's definitely blown up. Like, I feel like we're, um, there's a lot of artists coming out of Houston that are, um, you know, making, you know, making waves, making a lot of commotion out, you know, throughout the world. So I feel like that's huge, you know. We got a Paul Kramer coming out of Houston. He's huge, huge abstract painter. Jeremy Deprez, another. Luckily, I got to go to school right underneath him. Got to see him. Jeff Hippensteel. There's, there's a lot of Houston artists that are, like, just making it, you know, and paving that way. And it's cool because it goes back to that thing that we were t- kind of talking about earlier. Of like, I see these guys and I see that they can actually be successful artists, and it makes it. And you see that it's possible, you know, that, that it's possible to accomplish that. So it's definitely motivating. Do you feel like uh, the Houston art scene is getting more respect from outside of Houston, obviously, from or not even just from the from the country, but, I mean, what's the view as far as worldwide goes? I mean, are we even close there, or what's, what's your opinion on it? I would think, like... Like I was saying, since there's like certain artists that are definitely becoming more world world known and stuff like that, that's definitely like putting us on the map, you know. Like it starts, the, the, there starts to be like, you know, especially when you have a lot of artists starting to come out, it starts to be like, oh man, what what what's really going on down there in Houston? That you got all these like, you know, creative ideas coming out and creative people, like you know, so so there's definitely like and that goes for like music and you know all kinds of things at the same time i feel like you know so i feel like it's definitely it's getting put on the map you know people people want to come here for a reason you know yeah i feel like we've 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 grown a lot like we've We've you know <clears throat> we won in won a World Series too. Shit, hell yeah! <laughs> Letting y'all know, know. nah, you ain't know. no ain't no thing. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we'll be winning the finals, NBA finals. I know, man. man. So that's close, the one. That's man. the one we need, bro. Yeah. So close. It's been a while. Texans, man. I ain't even gonna say anything because yeah. I, I already said I, I love the Texans, but we I'm need, taking a break for a little while. We need that final. Well, they just get hurt. There's a lot of injuries, you know what I'm saying? On on their side, at least defensively. With one particular person. <laughs> He's a good man, though, as far as donating everything. But, you know, do well, bro. Do well. Do well. So, would you say, what has, what would you say for any up and coming artist advice you would give them to be an artist in Houston? And your biggest challenge. Okay. Biggest challenge. <clears throat> so, biggest challenge, what, what's it going to be? Discipline, I would think, is probably gonna be one of the biggest challenges. Is like deciding that you want to like do something and then like sticking with it and like you know powering through and like you know working at it and like accomplishing it. You know that's gonna be, I feel like, one of your hardest things. It's gonna be easy to like become deterred. It's gonna be easy to like be told that it's whack, that it's bunk, or that you know, or that you don't that it didn't sell or whatever it be, whatever that rejection be. You know that's gonna happen, but you know, as cheesy as it sounds, everything happens for a reason. You got to keep, you know, you got to keep at it. So I'd say that's probably like the challenge tips and stuff. I mean, we have, I feel like we have so many like platforms now to like, and so many like ways to like get your stuff out there, you know? So whether, whether you're trying to go out there as like a graffiti artist and go out there and paint graffiti, or you're trying to like be a fine artist and paint canvases, I mean, take advantage of what resources you have around you, you know, like the internet, whatever it be, you know, just take advantage of it and just, you know, use it to, to the full full force that you can. That's a bit, man. And uh, that's some good advice as far as, especially for people trying to trying to climb up in the world as far as uh, Houston artists goes. Because just as you said, Houston right now is slowly getting itself on the map. So my question to you would be, what do you see for the Houston art scene, in your opinion, maybe five years from now? I think um, in five years, I feel like we're definitely going to be way bigger, way, 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 making way more noise. And I think that um, what's going to start to happen, you'll see, is like we're going to start having a lot more artists, international artists, want to come here. 
like I think they're gonna want to start participating and doing events and and like from from like the simple example of like having murals painted by artists that are international artists like that's a huge thing I think you know mm-hmm. you, you, you like people gotta want to go somewhere for a reason because like oh it's it's a cool city um other artists go there and paint you know like whatever it be like they have this that yeah 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 like houston slowly like we're, we're getting in that in that point where like you know like there's festivals and you know things going on where artists come from out of town they get to leave their mark and then that i feel like is like strong and like that creates you know a, like basically like a little spiral of like other artists are going to want to come okay you know and, and then that's going to just make us more known have Way, way, way more famous artists here than the artists that are here are gonna step up because you want to represent your own city yeah, you want to yeah. be the king of your own city so that's gonna push up you know it's just gonna take the art standard and level I think and like you know just grow it up and push it you know are there other cities that you have in mind that you've never been to that you'd like to go to whether it's here in, here in this country or elsewhere what's one what's the city right now that I haven't I definitely want to go to Europe and visit and and I've been to a lot of places in the states, a lot on the east coast, west coast, not too much of the Midwest. Um, I, I definitely say, man, is it like tagging like in Idaho or some shit like oh, that? Man, there's Montana, you know, there's <laughs> tagging anywhere you can think. Yeah. of. think about it. There's always gonna be Jose loves Maria. <laughs> there's always gonna be that call five five five. That Metallica scratching. Yeah. There's always gonna be. There's always gonna be graffiti. I feel like as long as we have souls, yeah. like there's gonna be graffiti. Uh, and I'm sorry. So what cities uh, you were you looking at maybe to, or what city would you like to go to and kind of explore? You said somewhere in Europe. Europe, right? yeah. I'm definitely like like Europe, like. Berlin has been like on my mind Germany to go check out there I know that the art scene's huge there's a lot of like huge things going on there and it's like highly respected and accepted you know like so that's like definitely like Europe would definitely be more of where I'd like to go check out um South America a lot of South America I just definitely want to get out of the states okay like kind of experience you know like I, I like I see uh, like a lot of artists that I look up to that like get to go paint like Thailand. Imagine like painting Singapore, you know. And, That'd like, be dope. You know, places like that where you get to like leave your mark and like you know, I feel like that would be like really cool to do. What place would uh, you think surprise people that actually has a budding art scene, as far as with graffiti goes? Hmm. I know you said Germany. At least for me, that's what kind of made me think about the question. Right, right. You said Germany. I was like, okay, I can see that, but it's still a little surprising to me. Europe is huge when it comes to graffiti. I feel like they've kind of always been, you know, pushing it. You know, I feel like there's been like this huge comp- com- kind of competitive energy between like the states and Europe, Europe you know, and, and styles and like different stuff. And stuff has been like stolen and regurgitated yeah, yeah, yeah. and like borrowed and back and forth. So I don't know. I mean, um, where would I say that has like a surprising? It's crazy to me to hear like, so I had a buddy that just went to St. Louis. Okay. And he's like, man, you won't believe it. St. Louis is crushed, man. There's just like graffiti and art everywhere, you know. And I was just like, well, that's weird. I would have not thought of, you know. Nelly, Nelly, right? (laughs) Nelly, it's Nelly, man. Or Chingy. I was gonna say the only two we can think of Nelly and Chingy. (laughs) Them boys, man. The St. Lunatics out there. Back at it again. Hey, uh, one question I wanted to ask from the from the when you mentioned you going back to U of H, would you say going to school made you better at what what you do and do you think you need it to actually conquer this artist world or get to the next level to the next level um i would i, I it's it's hard to say like that that it made me better like i don't know if that's like the right word to describe it it definitely molded me you know if you want to like use that as a term um Maybe it added more tools to what you, to what you're trying to do. It, it... That that that's a good way to put it, and it also kind of made me realize the tools that I had and how to like use them even more. I guess. In okay. Way. Okay. Kind of refine the, yeah, what you it got. Yeah. It basically already. was like, look, you got this whole arsenal of tools. Why not use them like this? Why not look? It it gave me a different way of viewing at how to create art. It's okay. Basically, okay. what Ooh. I gained. I can't really say it taught me how to paint. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that it like, but it definitely made me look at 
that black canvas and like look at it a completely different way when I want you know the reason I asked this is because um, I always think about this and I've never said this but I always think like people who go to school for art right I think you kind of have to go through what kind of you went through because I don't think you could really fresh out of high school be like hey I want to be an artist I'm gonna go to school for art I don't think some people, I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick, but some people just don't have, everybody, I think everybody has a talent, you know, and you should explore that, but I don't think you could just be up and, and I'm going to go draw and, and do art. I don't think it, it's it's just as easy like that. I think you have to have a passion behind it to be able to go for it. So, I don't know, I just, I don't know, I've always wanted to ask that because, Art is one of those things that requires a lot of passion behind it. You gotta love it. If not, it's it's kind of like when he was doing the computer thing. Do you, he didn't love it? So, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I just I don't know. My mind has battles with that sometimes. I mean, at least a little bit I could speak on. Uh, I mean, even when I was going to school, I, mean, I took a couple art classes too, just because I was kind of just you know drawing like comic books and stuff. But then I took an art class because I was curious about what that was like and that was just cool just to kind of learn the you know like you said just the different structure of things and get to kind of do like apps i did a lot of abstract stuff uh and i'm dude i'm nowhere near so like i, I was like yo this won't be my permanent job you know but i just thought it was cool just to try to take a class and get a, just a perspective on it so i'd imagine with when you came into it you already had these skills that you were already working on and you brought in with you so then you said basically it just added extra tools to your toolbox yeah. and you ultimately can kind of view a canvas in a different manner than when you first came in so i'd imagine that was pretty good yeah pretty well, I, and i don't mean it's because i don't think you could teach somebody to be creative basically. yeah exactly yeah. so that's yeah. what i'm trying to get at i yeah. thought about oh, yeah, the no, whole no, no, thing no, yeah. in my head and the thing what i'm trying to say is you cannot teach somebody to be creative it's that's because yeah. when he said exactly, yeah. that's what I think too. Like when you he, have it or you don't. Yeah, because when he said, I don't think they taught me taught me how to draw. I don't think they taught me how to yeah. be better. Yeah. You get know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you got you gotta love it. No doubt. Yeah, I have a another question I wanted to ask. I feel. You saw <laughs> I that? Saying, you see, that's how you know the beer is getting there. He's uh, like, man, mm, I got like. Uh, <laughs> 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 what, uh, what local what local artists do you? like to work with do you like their work and stuff like that mm, local because i don't I, I guess i don't really uh do much of you know collaborative work right now at the at the moment but um there's been a lot of artists like i've, I've worked with daniel like way before and we get along and you know it's fun to paint beside him um there's but there hasn't really been many i've been i guess i, I guess you can call it, i've been kind of selfish you know it's okay kind of wanted to like kind of concentrate on my own work you know recently yeah for sure yeah yeah but do you still do like um you know they're called well i know some people they'll call jam sessions i don't know if oh, about that in art but yeah you, you do that every now yeah and every once in a while and i'll still participate in like you know when there's like like meeting of styles i don't know if you know that one it's like a festival that happens yeah. in houston once a year and it's just like a giant jam paint fest you know where like buildings get completely painted you know and you're painting side by side by side with different artists so i'll I still do those and participate in those. I just, I just been really concentrating on like my solo stuff and just trying to like, really, really get it out there and like get kind of get the branding out there, you know, and like, like the Coral Sword thing, you know, for example. But, so what are you working on right now? Right now, I've got a, um, we got a couple projects that I'm working on. I can't really talk about some of them just because no we're still under the. Of course. Yeah, but um, that's what I got in the works right now. There's a couple of random things. That I got going, and um, and hopefully, you know, in the next couple of weeks they'll they'll move forward, and then I'll be able to like, kind of like talk about them a little them more. Like, exactly, it. exactly. But yeah, I got a, a, a all I say is I got a big project I'm working on downtown. Okay. That I'm really excited about. So uh, to press on it a little bit, is there maybe a time frame where you think people may know when you got something going on? Definitely, like in the next month or so, I'd say probably okay. in the next month, three three weeks. It'll it'll be more uh, finalized and then, like it's 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 already out there like the 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 locations already out there and like but they just haven't we haven't really like connected that that I'll I'll be the the artist you know yeah the dots haven't connected okay. completely yeah. that's it yeah. but, um, when uh duel hits a um a stopping point when sometimes he hits a slump what does he do to find his 
his creation again to get inspired. Fishing has been a huge. I knew he was gonna say that. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talked a little earlier. Yeah, because okay, we were talking about big. it earlier. So okay. I was like, yeah. "What if he's gonna say fishing?" That's like a huge one where I could just be like, "The rod, the rod's waiting for me right now with yeah, my tackle yeah, box." Yeah, yeah. I could like, I even carry one in in the ride all the time. Now, you know, <laughs> just in for case. that quick, like pull over and fish. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you're gonna come across them. Right. <laughs> Jump out of the car. All right, man. I'll meet you later. No, fishing has definitely been like a good relief. But um, what do I like to do, man? I'm I'm really into like gardening and plants also. So like though that's I definitely got enough uh little distractions. I got an awesome girlfriend who who can distract me from stuff and motivate me. So yeah, I noticed you're very from your social media. You're very into the small things of Earth, man. I noticed that. Like always posting like fishes or little plants or. I don't know. You're always like very into what's in front of you, the small things. I think that's pretty dope, man. Yeah. Sometimes you look at people's stories; they could be seem very. Uh, it's too much for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe just grabbing shit just to grab shit yeah. and trying to be big and trying to be. Basically, big. I was saying that okay. your stories is not one of the ones I skip. Nice. <laughs> I appreciate it. I chill and I and I you know I embrace what the man is doing. Yeah. What got you into gardening? I would say moms. Moms definitely okay. like. I feel like uh, every time I go back home, I'm like, man, mom's got a shitload of plants. This, <laughs> is, this is probably why I got a shitload of plants. Because yeah. like, why else would you? You know? It's, yeah. It's so weird. Like I, I always ask myself that too, and I feel like that's the only answer. Like it has to be because of her growing up, and there was always plants around me. So it's really plants, is not like fruits and vegetables, like a little farming and anything. It's, just it's like, pl- like I, I started to dip into like you know, I got my jalapeno, my tomato, my herbs and stuff, just because. I've definitely like become like very obsessed with like kind of being able to use my own stuff and grow yeah. my own things. You know, yeah. I feel like a lot of us now. Yeah, you know, yeah. In this time being, it's like so that that has definitely been like a, a little boost towards the, those type of fruit, you know, herbs and stuff like that, and vegetables. But I fucking love like cactuses and cacti and different succulents. So I just like having house plants. You know, just they don't have to produce anything. You know, like they don't even have to make flowers. I just like plants having them. Okay, Damn, so you fun. got that natural green thumb there. Basically, yeah. Man, I try to grow some shit, man. I'd be killing the hell out of it. But my wife, she's much better at it. So, like you said, she grew up like green onions, mint, and stuff like that. So she wasn't going on plants, but she just different vegetables and fruits and stuff like that here and there. So it's pretty cool to kind of see it. And then she's like, oh, check this out. And I'm like, damn, like, that's you? Yeah, you made that shit? <laughs> I know, <right? laughs> you that? That's you. I'm like, I'm not going to go to the store and buy this no more. Like, this is it. We good. And I definitely say, like, I feel like that's been a motivating thing too though. Like I've been able to like keep stuff alive. Cause yeah, I'm sure like if you just kill like like I have a couple other friends and they're like, Oh, I've got like a black thumb, you know. If I look at the plant, that motherfucker falls over, you know. Damn. You try to talk yeah. to it a little bit, what's yeah, up, buddy? Fucking <laughs> over. You're like so it's Fuck like, you. <laughs> No, it's definitely been I've been lucky, I guess I can just call it that like a I've been just messing with them a lot and experimenting. I'm chopping them up, cutting them, propagating them, and like shit's just working for whatever reason. So I'm just been into like you know, like growing them more and giving them away to friends and people. You know, so it's cool. That's dope. And then also uh, going back to your fishing, man. Do you have certain spots? I know you, we we talked a little before. You said you like to go to Galveston, but are there other spots you like to go to and fish or like what's your routine with that? He ain't gonna tell you his secret. Yeah, I mean, not you. Maybe not like fish. Tell yeah. me like good secret. Uh, a fisher usually usually uh, yeah. does not give yeah. his very very I, I good don't, spot. I don't know the specific areas, but do you go outside of I'm asking, do you go outside of Houston? Totally, totally. In Galveston, yeah. you go to other places. To yeah, fish? I like to go to uh, the Colorado River. Okay, and, okay. Uh, I'll kayak, so I like kayaking, so I'll go kayak and fish a lot to Colorado. Um, I've done the Frio, the Columbus. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to like just leave home a little bit. You know, I always take a little break. That's like when it comes in handy. You know, when I'm like, I got to get out of the city for a while and like. Just go sit on a river for like five hours, six hours, you know, and like fish and drop a couple of beers. Drink and a couple. At least I'm catching the buzz. Worst case, <laughs> yeah. you can always catch that always buzz. Catch you know, might not catch it. I ain't catch it, but I can catch, catch that buzz. Oh, yeah, but no um, on the secret spots, like I, w- I wouldn't say like I mean I, I don't have any like real s- secrets, but uh, well, this is a cool one that we'll probably get in, y'all will be interested in. So like to scratch the itch, you know, because like it's an hour to get basically to my nearest water source if I want to fish. Right. So like we got bayous that go through like our city, like all over, and they're like almost like small rivers, right? So in the last like six months, seven months, I was like, 
you know, it's funny because like I always like used to do this like back in the like kind of like the when I wanted to find graffiti spots like you could pull out Google Maps and start looking and be like damn look at this warehouse or look at this you can get to it like that so now I just look at that to like for fishing spots and I just I'll follow <laughs> the fucking bayou all the way down and I'm okay. like look that looks good I think I can get there through the trail and so I've been like fishing the bayou and it's pretty interesting man there's like a 50 different species of fish in our Houston bayous a, man I'm telling you like I used to um cause I I, I was living close to a bayou actually and there's times we go to like the park or something like that, and then I see people fishing. I'm like, how are they gonna fish in this? Like, it's like, isn't this shit shallow? Or I'd be asking myself all these yeah. questions though. But it seems like red is rain, man. I always catch somebody out there, and they're just out there just fishing and stuff. I'm like, damn. Like, I think how I, did like how did this happen? How did they come up with this? Stuff? I think I would do it more on the uh, uh, if I know I'm on the cleaner side of the bayou. Yeah. For example, me, I'm on the side where I grew up in this neighborhood, and they nope. found bodies like there's no. <laughs> You can't just sell bells, right. bro. You're like, yeah, this, so oh, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, I would do it, but I'll fuck around and catch a body. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. fucking yeah. a fish. Catch a body and a case. Okay, because I was going to say, keep in mind, like, I definitely don't, like, keep any of the fish yeah, that of I course, catch. Course. Yeah, of course. Because, you yeah. know, it's just, just pretty dirty, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, like, but it's, it's the, the thrill of catching. Yeah, just the thrill of doing it and, like, and also the fact of, like, being, like, wow, that there's that actually in there. Yes. You know, in those waterways, you know? Yeah. yeah, there's like there's there's like catfish. Like I was watching a video, of this dude pulled out like a 50, 60 pound catfish, dude. God, Imagine that. That's a Yo, big like, one, bro. You know? I kind of think I think about what was it the one where you put your fist on noodling? Yeah, noodling. Like <laughs> I was just talking about that with some friends. Yeah, yeah. I saw that man. The first I, was, I can't lie. The first I saw, it, I was like, man, white people are crazy, boy. <laughs> they put on all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. So my nigga just had his head in there, just chilling. And then all of a sudden, he just pulls his arm out and got a fish out. I'm like, bro, like, who comes up with this? Like, it's it's amazing and funny to me because I'm like, yo, like just my black ass. I'm you know I'm I'm from West Texas, so it's just like bone dry. I'm from you know El Paso. No so like the our Rio Grande part is like it ain't shit. Like you can see cement where they painted like or you know people would tag old school uh, old stuff like uh, with bush. Like stuff like anti George right, right. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real we saw, you know. So I guess just kind of seeing that whole thing, it just fascinates me. Like, damn man, like people just wilding out out here in these worlds. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> you got me with the bush. <laughs> yeah, the bush was funny, dude. Because I just remember crossing over one day, and I looked down in the in the in the Rio Grande River, you know, quote unquote. Is bone dry. I was like, yeah, it just had some shit. <laughs> Anti George Bush. And I was like, damn. I was like, well, I mean, that's what we live in. I just went over, bro, and did my party and stuff like that. But that's pretty cool that you get to, you know, like, like Bailey was saying, do you feel like you're uh, a person who tries to get in touch with just the natural part of Earth? I definitely like that a lot, man. It, um, and I don't know what it is. It's like, like I said, I've been living in Houston, you know, 30 years, 30 plus years. So I've been in this, like, concrete jungle you know for, for a good while but then i realized man it's growth as as i feel like when you start growing as a person in the vent your spirit you start wanting more of that just peaceful shit That's simple no yeah doubt, the no simplicity doubt. of things yeah yeah I've, I've 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 noticed that in myself too i embrace a coffee in the morning chilling just hearing the birds yep i don't know it's crazy man it's but nice. it's it, it, it's it's beautiful it's yeah. a beautiful thing so yeah i think that's what i'm telling you man when i when i see your story or whatever you post i'm like let me see what this man's posting you know you know what i mean it's just yeah. very peaceful and i like that I, good man you skip past all yeah. the insta hoes or whatever that's what you <laughs> yeah it's funny it's just social it's just social media already man is overwhelming as it is why not make it like something i do want to actually fucking pay attention to and you get what Instead I mean? of people yeah. flaunting. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Like, Why not? want to see yes, some real, real shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, it's funny that you say because, like, I remember when I, when I, for a long time, like my my Instagram is pretty much in like you know surround circles around my art, you know. But like when the stories came about, it was like, oh, cool, I get to like show people like behind the scenes of like my art. Like it was this weird obsessiveness, and then and then it was like, well, like what if I just want to show people like what. Like, that I'm not always fucking painting. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, for I'm sure. Not always like he's a fucking human. Yeah, like, I like doing shit. Doing something else. <laughs> and then like there was yeah. this whole battle like to myself of like, do you really want to do that? Like my girl was even like, do you, do you 
you really think your followers want to see you you cooking? You probably seen my cooking video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, man, I really don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Like, this is like my thing that I have, you yeah. know? Like, I here's all my art on most of it. And like, why not kind of like, like you said, know that like the person's like, they're a real human just like, you know, like anyone else. And they fucking bleed if you cut them and they like, you know, like do normal things. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Too, you know? so, yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, it's funny that you say that because yeah, I appreciate that. Man. I'm glad that you do you have people reaching out to you looking for advice and what is it you tell them and that's funny that you say that too because now i'll get like weird shit of like um how long did you do this with this plant or like what what did you put on that yeah. fish to cook <laughs> it what or like what kind of lures are you using so it's kind of cool because it, it has me interacting with people you know whether yeah. it be about art or not and like i feel like that's a good thing that's a positive thing you know plus like i'm, I'm just like a real helpful person so like man if i'm able to like whether it be like sh teach someone how to like fade two colors together or like teach them how to like cook a fucking badass burger. Okay, I'm, bet. I'm happy. I'm stoked, nice, you know? bet, bet. Do I want to thank you, man, for joining us? I appreciate it. It's been a solid, good hour of conversating with you. But I always like to give people the last moment to tell people where they can find you and stuff like that. Let them know uh, what you got coming. And you already mentioned earlier what you got coming, so you don't have to touch that one. But where they could find you and all that good stuff. Definitely. Um, I'm on a website. It's a dualstreets.com. All one word. Dualstreets.com. I got a shop through there. A good shop link. So if anyone's interested in purchasing things, posters, art, anything, I got them on there. And then uh, my Instagram is uh, dual underscore streets. And that's a D-U-A-L. D-U-A-L. And um, you can keep up with uh, all my most recent work on there. Oh, and then also my stories, you know, my fishing stories. There you my, go, man. Get your cooking in. You are going to want to fish. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I got, like I said, I got those projects coming up that I'll touch base more on in the future. And um, also, hopefully, that I didn't get to mention, um, I'll be having a, a show, a solo show, before the end of the year, too. Nice. So, that's a bit. So that'll definitely... Dope. Any more information on this on the solo show for, um, or just that, mainly that, go to the website that, yeah, and check it yeah, out. Yeah, the, the website will definitely have it, and I guarantee uh, you'll y'all you'll know. Like it'll be on my Instagram. It'll be uh, I'll get the word out there for sure. It's been a while since I had a solo show. So. Man, we gotta check nice. it out then for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Appreciate it, Duel. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, make sure to check out this episode. Make sure to comment. Make sure to like. Well, first of all, like my boy Jamal says. Hit <laughs> like it and comment and then tell us why you hate it but first like it and then since <laughs> hit them five stars and tell me to go fuck myself i don't care just but just hit the five stars the five. you feel me and then just just do this for me subscribe afterwards i know hit subscribe tell me i can go fuck myself three times and then hit that five stars and i'll say bet you know what i'm saying so yeah no doubt yeah so appreciate it thank y'all everybody for listening Peace. Y'all have a good one.